1: It really just allows you to take training wherever you go. If we can effectively increase our physical capacity, our pulling strength, our holding stability, our shooting stamina, if we can effectively elevate all those things, then we're going to become better in shooting our bow. We, we really owe it to the animals that we're hunting to be at our best physically, be at our best with the weapons that we're using to
2: hunt. Living Country in the City, Episode 12
0: Y'all ready for your dose of flyover state spirit? Straight from the concrete jungle? Well, put down your latte and pull on your boots. It's time for Living Country in the City. Hey, y'all, thank you for joining me for
2: episode 12 of Living Country in the City. I can't even begin to tell y'all how much I appreciate each and every one of you that subscribes to this podcast. It's really become a passion of mine getting to talk with all of these amazing folks week after week and really being able to share this with all of y'all. Now, I'd like to apologize for this last month. I've been out of town for work and it's really my busiest season of the year. And unfortunately, I haven't been able to get out the podcast as regularly as I'd like to. Now, I really appreciate y'all bearing with me as I try and get this thing back on the rails. So if you're a fan of the podcast and want to help out and hear more episodes, there's a few things you can do for me. The first is make sure you're subscribed so you get each and every episode I release. Take a moment to give me a good rating on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever podcast platform you use and share these episodes with your family, friends, the folks on your socials, anyone you might think would be interested. Second, I am always open to ideas for new guests on the show. Please reach out to me on my website, social pages, or by emailing me directly at info at livingcountryinthecity.com. Always game to hear your ideas, especially if y'all are able to make these initial introductions and kind of help break the ice for me uh, when I'm approaching potential new guests. Now, finally, there's one more big thing you can do to help the show and ensure that I can continue to release these episodes and do some exciting stuff coming up. If you're like me and you do a lot of shopping through Amazon, I'd really appreciate it if you visited livingcountryinthecity.com slash Amazon. Bookmark that URL and use it whenever you're visiting the site to do your Amazon shopping. That really helps me out a lot and allows me to continue my sharing my passion with you week after week. That's livingcountryinthecity.com slash Amazon. Bookmark it, use it, and I'll love you all forever. Now, on to today's episode. I am super excited to talk with Matt Pell. Matt is the founder and CEO of Acubo. Now, I'll let him explain in more depth, but the Acubo is really an awesome training aid focused on archers and bow hunters. I just picked one up myself, and I'm really excited to start incorporating it into my training routine. So, uh, let's get into it. Matt, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Hey, Sam. Thank you, thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here.
2: So, uh, for those of uh, those of my listeners who don't know what the Acubo is, why don't you give me just kind of a quick description of... of what we're talking about here
1: yeah so um the acubo is a pretty new product we just uh launched uh the product onto the market in september of 2016 but what the acubo is is uh the most advanced archery training tool uh that i feel has ever been created or introduced to the uh archery industry and uh so far i think the market response has proven that to be true um, so what the Acubo is, is it's an adjustable uh, resistance training device that allows you to adjust the resistance from 10 all the way up to 70 pounds, very simply through the use of what we call our Dial, which is a hand-operated uh, uh, resistance dial. And uh, of course, in training with the Acubo, when I say 10 to 70 pounds, that is with no let-off, you know, so um, it's a lot of people when they first hear that they may think you know well 10 to 70 pounds why doesn't it go to 80 pounds because I'm shooting my bow with 70 well 70 pounds with no let off if you've ever tried to pull a bow back with um, a <laughs> that back kind of weight without any let off it's it's a lot more difficult than it than it initially sounds but uh aside from just the adjustability factor of the uh, of the bow, we've got um, a really unique method of training with our built in uh laser sight that allows you to monitor your stability control as you're you know training at these varying resistances and working those archery muscles. Um furthermore, uh the the acubo looks and feels just like a real bow. So um you know the the whole point is to not just not just practice and pull weight back, but to do so in a realistic manner, you know, uh, what they say is, is, uh, practice doesn't make perfect perfect practice makes perfect. So, um, you know, we definitely had the, the realistic, uh, goal in mind in developing the Acubo, And then, um, and then lastly, you know, bringing it all together, you can dry fire the Acubo, So, uh, it's also a technique trainer. If you want to, um, work on your release. Uh, it comes with a D loop attachment so that you could train with a mechanical release if you so choose, uh, back touching, wrist, wrist release, whatever it may be. Um, so it's, it's really an all encompassing training tool, the Acubo. And, uh, it, it really just allows you to take training wherever you go. You know, it provides you with, a with an efficient and a convenient manner of um, working those archery muscles and and getting those training sessions in um, when maybe you don't have time to shoot your bow. And I'm sure a lot of your listeners can relate to that probably because, um, you know, the nature of your podcast living in the city, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty difficult to get out and, and shoot your bow in the city. Sometimes maybe the archery range, the nearest archery range, just, just isn't uh, a walk outside the back door
2: you know so you know I really feel like uh, a lot of the stuff you're describing about the Accubo is is super important because I picked up you know I went on Amazon and I picked up some archery trainer thing and really it's nothing but a glorified set of bands Um, it's it's you know a stick with several level bands on it and you know you can get different pull pull weights but it's not something you can fire you don't have that feel of the real bow and it's it's just not it's not the same you know you're getting some resistance you're getting some pull back but i really don't feel like you're actually getting any sort of any sort of like training like you would get with shooting a bow and you know sure. As you said, living in the middle of the city, um, it's for me, I have to, to be able to go shoot my bow during the week. I have to wake up at, you know, 3.30, 4 in the morning, get ready, get breakfast, get all my gear together, and drive 20, 30 minutes, depending on traffic, to get to the archery range right before the sun comes up. So I can sit and shoot for yeah. an hour before I have to come home, get ready for work and head into the office. Right, right. You know, you talked a little bit about it, but what really inspired you to design the Acubo? Kind of what was the what was the thought process behind it? Where did you come up with this idea?
1: Well, you know, Sam, I mean I guess uh I I'm kind of in a similar situation as you. Um I live in a suburban area Um, and the, the nearest archery range to me is a 20 minute drive. Uh, just like you, I spend an hour, uh, minimum when I'm at the range, you know, uh, taking a little bit of rest in between rounds. And then obviously the the time you spend recovering your arrows and, uh, it's, it's just a process, you know, and you got to wait on other people, uh, at the shooting line. Um, So it's, it's really, it's not a quick process. And uh, then obviously I got to get back home. So you figure you got to set aside two hours out of your day to do that. And uh, especially, you know, I'm an avid bow hunter. So during bow, uh, during bow season, you know, you, you combine that in with the time that you want to spend out in the field uh, hunting uh, combined, combined with all the busy work lives that we lead you know, and family and, um, personalized. And, and so it just doesn't leave a whole lot of time to get out and shoot your bow if you're in the situation like you and I. And so, um, that's, that's one of the main reasons, you know, that I, that I developed the AccuBow is to just, um, make it a little bit more convenient and efficient to, um to hit those muscle groups that you use in shooting your bow for when you can't get out to shoot your bow because let's face it i mean what what allows you to be an effective archer uh in shooting a bow number 1 you have to have the pulling strength to pull to pull back you know uh the the more and more pounded you can pull back the faster arrow you can shoot we all want to shoot a faster arrow uh it gives us a little bit more um uh, gives us a little bit more forgiveness in shooting at longer distances uh, so what's involved in, in shooting a bow, you're using your muscles, um, you're using a specific set of muscles that, that you use all at the same time, um, working in a very unique, um, fashion, so to speak, uh, in a, in a way that you can't really target, uh, by using a, a machine at the gym or, um, or anything like that. I mean, really the only way to target those muscle groups that you use is, is to either number one, shoot your bow or, or use a product that's just like shooting your bow. And that's what the AcuBow is, is, um, so if we can effectively, you know, increase our physical capacity, our pulling strength, our holding stability, our shooting stamina, um, if we can effectively, um, you know, elevate all those things then we're going to become better in shooting our bow. You know, um, I mean, what allows us to be accurate with shooting our bow? We've got our sight attached to the front of the bow, and we've got to be able to hold our pin steady on top of that target um, when we're drawn back at full draw. And so when that pin, if if we if we can't hold that pin steady on top of our target, if it's floating around all over the place, uh, if we're, if we're instable, you know, cause that's what causes pin float is, is you you don't have the stability muscles built up at full draw in order to, um, you know, lock in your pin on top of your target there, then we're just simply not going to be accurate and, and we're not going to be consistent. Um, and then that's even going to be magnified when we're shooting out at longer distances. So, you know, shooting a bow is a completely physical exercise. Some people look at it as more of a, uh, kind of like a leisurely hobby, but you know, I mean, it's, it's a, uh, it, it's a physical activity. It's a sport. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a precision sport, but the only way to be, uh, precise and, and to be your best is to, uh, you know, um, train those muscles that you're using in, in the sport, you know?
3: Absolutely. To get fifty percent off.
2: I mean, so tell me maybe a little bit about uh, the development process because I'm assuming you know this wasn't the first design that came out. Uh, kind of what were some of your your initial thoughts about it and your your struggles and realizations as you were making uh, making this final product?
1: Yeah, so I, I guess I'll go back to uh, something that you touched on that is basically uh, knowing what the existing you know, training resources were out there on the market. And you mentioned, uh, basically glorified stretch bands that you kind of just hold onto a stick or a grip and you pull back some, some rubber bands, right? Well, I mean, that's good and all. And, and, um, that's dandy, but number one, it's not realistic. And number two, um, there's, there's really no, there was no training product out there that allowed you to, um, perform some sort of aiming mechanism as if you were, uh, as if you would aim with your conventional bow. Right. So, um, I guess that I, those were some things that I had in mind, uh, in knowing what was, what was already out there and available to the public that, that I didn't think was, was very useful. And, uh, so I guess, you know, the design process started with a, um, with something that that looked and felt like a bow, uh something that was unique, something that was strong durable and uh, and so once once we kind of had designed that framework uh we we went on to the next the next uh kind of evolution of of creating something that's completely adjustable for everybody, something that I could put in the hands of a uh, a ten year old or a seven year old or whatever it may be, a kid, someone just starting out in archery, very new to the sport, never shot a bow in their life. I could put this in their hands and it's going to benefit them all the same as maybe someone like myself who I've been shooting since I was 10 years old. I'm 26 now. Uh, I've been bow hunting since I was 12 years old. Um, So, you know, I'm a very experienced and and, uh, it's, it's, it's a product that I wanted it to be met for everybody, right? And so, uh, that, that led us to our next evolution of creating the adjust, uh, the adjustable ugh, excuse me, the adjustable resistance factor, uh, the 10 to 70 pound range. And, um, you know, our unique method of being able to easily adjust that, you know, I can literally put it in the hands of a 10 year old, adjust, adjust up the resistance, the tension, and then I could start training with it seconds later, you know, with, a with any other conventional bow out there on the market. You've got to put the bow in a bow press, you know, get out your Allen wrenches, crank it down, and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. you've thrown off all your sights. I mean, it's a process, you know. It's not something that can be easily done. Uh, So, anyways, that was kind of the next evolution. And then, of course, we brought it all together with the the dry firing and the laser training um, to really just create the all-encompassing uh, factor and and you know what's cool about the laser training is that um, unlike when you're when you're holding your pin uh, of your bow sight on top of your target, you're not exactly sure. You know, you could be a little bit unstable, in, in but you don't really know because that that bow sight is sitting a couple feet in front of your face, right? You're you're not exactly sure. You know, just how unsteady you may be holding on top of your target well with the laser i mean it's it's a completely interactive and visual experience while you're training you know you're watching that
2: distance like i mean any any adjustments you make you see them magnified tenfold you know i mean of course based on the distance you're training at but that's got to really make it obvious when you're uh, (laughs) when when you're waving something around it's got to. That's going to be a lot more visible than necessarily what you would see at you know the distance between your nose and the front sight.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You nailed it on the head, and and you know that's often the case when I put the AccuBow in someone's hands, um, or or when they get it in their hands. You know, they're like, "Man, I didn't realize uh, just how unstable I was at full draw. At maybe only twenty pounds of full draw, because of course." You know, when your bow lets off, you're really not holding any more than fifteen, twenty pounds maximum. Right. So uh I can dial up the acubo to thirty pounds of full draw holding weight, put it in your hands, and um you're gonna be like, Wow, I didn't realize, you know, how you know, maybe unstable I was at full draw at maybe maybe only fifteen feet away from my target. So uh it's kind of an eye opening experience, but you know, if we can effectively stabilize that laser as we progress with our training, especially at higher, um, higher holding weights, increased holding weights than what we may be used to after our bow lets off, uh, with our conventional setup, then it's just going to have that much of a rebound effect and, in, in being able to be more steady with our bows, eliminate target panic, you know, target panic's a huge deal for a lot of people. Um, so we can eliminate target panic and, um, you know, be able to be more accurate, especially at longer distances.
2: You know, I love with that laser too, your feedback is instant. It's, you know, a lot of the time when you're at the range shooting your bow, you, you know, you'll shoot whatever, you know, six arrows, however many you're shooting in a round and you go up and half of the time, by the time you get up to the target, you know, sometimes you're shooting, you know, whatever, 20 yards, you can kind of see where you hit. But you're getting at those further distances. Sometimes you go up, and I've gone up, and I've completely forgot. I'm like, oh crud! Which one? Which one was the one that I just totally tweaked my bow when I when I released? Wow, which one was the one that I jerked? You know, jerked the trigger on my release? All of that stuff. But with that with that laser, you get that instantaneous feedback where you make that release, you instantly see whether or not your laser is shaking around because it. It's I mean it's so obvious downrange, uh when you have that pointed.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I couldn't agree with you more and I guess that kinda ties back into the whole uh efficiency factor, right, in training with the acubo. That's our goal. We're we're trying to be more efficient with our training. If we can do more in a lot le- in and uh in less doing more in less time, you know, it just it it adds so much value to to our our daily routine, you know? Uh, so yeah, I, I agree with you a hundred percent, you know, it's, it's a, uh, it's a very efficient method of training and, you know, don't, I don't want any of the listeners to, uh, to, to get the wrong impression. We are not advocating for shooting your bow any less. I, I think, you know, sh- I love shooting my bow. We all love shooting our bow, and, and uh, I, advocate, I advocate for shooting your bow as much as you possibly can.
2: Um, yeah, nothing's you know, going to replace... 100%. Yeah, nothing's going to fully replace that that time behind your bow. I mean, nothing's going to be exactly the same except for shooting your bow. Um, yeah. But you can, you know, like you've been saying, you can increase the time that you would... Uh, that you would get a lot of that training that you wouldn't normally be able to do otherwise. I mean, it, it's a lot easier to travel with, I can imagine. This has got to be great for for a lot of these guys, you know, going to expos, going to conventions, doing a lot of traveling, where you're staying in hotels. Something tells me, you know, the the Hilton's not going to appreciate you standing out in their hallway dropping, uh, dropping Black Eagle arrows straight down the road, but... <laughs> Um, you know, no, I
1: mean, yeah, you absolutely can't do that.
2: Oh, could you, could you imagine idiot hunter skewers, hotel guest? Um,
1: (laughs) I mean, with some of the stuff I'm seeing out there today, I wouldn't be surprised. Hey,
2: (laughs) jeez. But I mean, you know, you can sit in your hotel room, you can sit in your apartment, uh, heck, you can sit in your stinking cubicle if you want, uh, at lunch and, and let off a few, uh, let off a few snaps of the AccuBow, and, you know, it it keeps you in that mode. Now, one of the things, you know, I love, I really love about the hunting community um, is I don't think people really realize enough what the hunting community does to give back. And not even just, you know, give back to wildlife and, and all of that, but also just in general. And I notice on your website you guys have... Two different types of Acubos listed up. You have the standard, and then you have a special edition Acubo. Uh, could you tell me a little bit about that special edition one?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. So um, we have a Rick Carone Signature Series Acubo, and uh, you know, when when actually the the Rick Carone Signature Series Acubo has been available since we launched our, um, or actually it was available a month before for pre-sale before we even launched our, uh, standard model Acubo. And, and, you know, the, the Rick Carone Signature Series Acubo is, it's really, it's the same product, but, um, what's, what's so special about it is that, uh, we donate $50 for every sale of those, um, Rick Carone Signature Series accubos to the Team Carone Foundation, uh, which benefits, Childhood cancer research, um, gifts of hope to children battling cancer, and also uh, scholarship grants. So, um, for those for those of you that aren't familiar with who Rick Corone is, um, he is a uh, he's an avid bow hunter, member of the outdoor community. Um, he's been on fe- several television shows, most most recently uh, Sheep Shape TV, um, but uh Rick is uh he's had stage 4 pancreatic cancer for the last 4 years actually uh, when he was diagnosed with cancer uh for the first year he was given a 15% chance to live past year 1 and so um the fact that we he's now on year 4 right now battling this this uh ugly disease is is just pretty incredible and so you know Rick's a good friend of mine and um i i i knew that i wanted to do something um just just bigger than bigger than selling Acubos. you know um really I, I wanted our company to be founded on um you know just something bigger than than that if you know what i'm saying and so uh i i thought that this would be an excellent way for us to um you know give back and kind of rally behind uh you know fellow member of the bow hunting and outdoor community and and uh, if any of you know who rick is he's he's just an incredible guy and honestly his his battle and his fight motivates me every day and inspires me every day uh, i i definitely find myself complaining less about the little things in life that we often find ourselves complaining about um when I, when I think on his situation and what he's going through, it really puts things in perspective. Uh, so yeah, it's just, um, you know, we're really happy to be able to uh, be in a position to to help him out and, and help out the foundation. And, you know, the foundation doesn't even benefit Rick directly. It's, it's a foundation that was created in his name. Um, but Rick, you know, uh, created the foundation not to help his cause because he's always had the the mentality that he can fight his own battles and and what he's going through and he's got the strength to do that through his family and his friends and his faith. Um, but you know, children when they're diagnosed at these young ages with cancer and I, it's 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 something that I don't think that they can really grasp. And and of course, uh, they they haven't you know developed the strength to fight such a crazy crazy battle uh, at the time in their lives. And so um, that's really what the, the foundation that he started is all about. That's what the team Corona foundation is all about. And, uh, you know, we've also been very fortunate to have so many other people in the industry step up and support us in this, um, in this, you know, fight to shut down cancer, as we call it, the, the hashtag Down cancer. Uh, that's what we use a lot in, in promoting, this um, this promotion, and uh, you know I, I know that you've you've uh, been on a podcast with Christy Titus and she's had a big part in, in helping us with this so uh, you know we've been very fortunate to, to work with her
2: um, you know she's yeah, oh, yeah she's the one that really got me uh, turned on to you guys and you know she was telling me a little bit about uh, you know the Rick corona edition and and all of that and I, uh, I went and picked up mine today, um, so I got my, got my delivery notice, and I'm looking forward to getting that, and really, it's actually working out perfect for me, because I'm doing some, over the next month, doing some serious traveling with my job, and so, I, you know, I'm not gonna get as much time in the gym, I'm not gonna get as much time, um, behind my bow, so, uh, I'm really excited to, to get my hands on that, and I was really happy, um, to pick up that Rick Corona edition. It's, uh, I mean, just what I've, everything I've heard and everything you've told me is, is really just, uh, really super inspiring. Um,
1: yeah, man. Well, I, I appreciate that. I mean, we're looking to, uh, we're looking forward to, uh, putting one in your hands and, and helping you out and we appreciate you supporting the, the team Corona. And, uh, you know, if anyone's listening out there, um, there is a Team Coron discount code available uh, on on our website. If you purchase through www.acubo.com um, with our Rick Carone Signature Series, Acubos, use the, the uh, Team Coron discount code.
2: And that's uh, Team Coron all one word, right? Yes, sir. Um, I'll make sure to... Post up some links on the show notes page, and also include that uh, that code for the bow.
0: Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top of the line hunting knives we've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners too for just about everything for the outdoors check out midwayusa.com
2: okay um, so you know i'm heading out uh, I'm heading out to do some traveling with work and uh, picking up my new acubo here uh, super excited to get it what would you you know I've never never used one before, uh, looking forward to including it in my training regimen, what would maybe be some stuff that you would recommend that I could, I could do to start out? Sure. Like How to, how to incorporate yeah. that into my, into my overall workout?
1: Right, right. So um, I guess the first thing I would say is um, you would want to separate your training into three different types of training. You've got your strength training, you've got your stamina and your stability training, um, and then you've got your technique training. So our strength training is going to be done at, at higher, uh, resistances, you know, whatever you can handle, whether it be 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 pounds, even, um, you're going to perform that type of training with, uh, either fewer holding, t- um, shorter holding time at full draw. You're not going to be able to hold for as long of a, a time, um, you may find yourself being a little bit more unstable with the laser, uh, maybe shaking around a little bit more at these higher weights. That's okay. Um, you still want to try and, um, the goal is to, to focus on, on stabilizing this laser, even if it looks like it's shaking all over the place. Um, the, the fight to stabilize that laser at these higher weights is, is going to make, um, you know, holding your conventional setup that much, that much easier after your bow lets off and maybe you're only holding 13, 14 pounds or something like that. Um, so you've got your strength training at the higher weights, um, fewer pulling reps, um, a shorter amount of holding time, but we're really, we're really challenging those muscles and, and building them up with that type of training. Uh, then we've got our stability and our stamina training where we're gonna be working at lower resistances and holding for longer amounts of time, really trying to focus on our precision with that laser and really trying to hone that laser in on our target and, and making sure we're as steady as possible, holding for as long as uh, as uh, amount of time as we can, maybe 30, 40, 50 seconds, um, or even past a minute if you can. Um, and uh, that's really gonna help us really fine tune our stability, really be able to, um, hone in on, on focusing on our target and holding that laser on our target and building up our, our shooting stamina, you know, so often we, um, so often after maybe 15, 20 arrows, our groups start to spread out as our muscles start to fatigue. So, um, if we can effectively build up our stamina, that's going to allow us to keep our groups tighter for the longer duration of time that we're shooting. Um,
2: now, would you have like a recommendation? So say, you know, of, of like a percentage drop down from going from strength to stamina. So say I'm, uh, I'm working at about, uh, call it, I'm, I'm pulling back my bow at 60 pounds for strength. Um, what about would you recommend maybe then cranking it down to for like stamina training?
1: Yeah, I would say you'd be working more more so anywhere from uh, thirty to fifty percent of that weight that you're using for your strength training. Um, so you would be looking around thirty pounds or you know anywhere from twenty to thirty pounds.
2: Okay. so now you're saying there's a third third portion of the training.
1: Yeah, so the, the third portion of, of the Akibo training that you can perform would be a technique training where you're more so working on your form and dry firing and your release technique. So um, this type of training should be performed um, at holding weights that are very similar to what you would experience with your conventional setup. So you may be working anywhere from 10 to 20 pounds of resistance with the Acubo because in dry firing, um, we really want to focus on um, creating a realistic feel at full draw to what we would experience with our conventional setup. So at full draw, you know, if we're pulling uh, 70 pounds and uh, there's, um, you know, 75% let off, we're holding about, Uh, 16 or 17 pounds at full draw, um, then we would want to set the Acubo at that so that we're not building maybe bad habits of, you know, it it would just create an unrealistic feel if you're going to dry fire with 40 pounds of holding weight in the Acubo uh, when you only hold maybe 15 or 16 pounds at full draw with your conventional setup. So that's, that's how you would want to perform technique training. And then, you know, in doing that you would go through your normal shot cycle that you would experience with, um, you know, if you were at the range. So if you're going to, if you're going to draw back, step up to the line, draw back, you know, if you're coming up to down on your target, you're going to want to do that, um, with the Ekibo and, um, really just go through the same motions, try to try to repeat the same process that you would go through if you're at the range.
2: Well, fantastic. Yeah, I really, I really think this is going to be an awesome training tool for me. I'm excited to give it a try and really uh, as best I can replicate that experience at the range with my bow. Um, Since we're running close on time, uh, do you have maybe any, any final thoughts or any final words for uh, some new hunters out there that are looking to to really get into bow hunting, um, you know, maybe people in the city, anything like that, any, any words of inspiration or encouragement for, uh, for new hunters or people to feel like a lot of this is, is just too much to take in or too, too far beyond them. Yeah. Um,
1: well, I would say, you know, um, for anybody that's getting into the sport, you know the Accubo is a great tool to really build up your confidence in shooting a bow um i think as as bow hunters um we owe it to the animals that we're hunting to um be the best shooters that we can be um so whether it's with the Accubo, whether you know you feel like the Accubo may be for you um or not you know i i just you know i can't um I can't preach enough that, um, we, we really owe it to the animals that we're hunting to be at our best physically, um, and be at our best with the weapons that we're using to hunt, um, and be as lethal and make as ethical as possible of shots that we can on these animals. You know, um, the, the anti hunters are always, always going to be looking for, um, reasons to, you know, get at us as hunters and look down on what we do. And, um, we, we don't want to give them more ammunition than they already, uh, feel like they have, you know? So, um, that would be my, my only, uh, my only word of it. That would be my best word of advice, you know, as a, as a new bow hunter and, uh, just try to be mindful of the anti hunters and, uh, be mindful of, you know, what you're promoting out there and, uh, and, and what you're doing uh, to give hunters a good name. And, um, of course, if, if you have any questions, um, you know, I would, I would be willing to say, well, one of the most personable archery companies in the industry we we honestly look at every email we get. We look at every message we get on Instagram on Facebook. You could find us at Acubo um, Instagram at Acubo face, Facebook. Send us a direct message. Send us an email at info at Acubo.com. I mean, even if it's an unrelated Acubo question, if it's just a, a hunting question, you know, a hunting tip that you that you want, um, we you know be more than happy to answer your questions and help you out
2: you know and i can absolutely attest to that when i i had a couple of questions uh and right when i shot in an email i mean i'm not even sure it was 20 minutes before i got a response um you know everyone there was super helpful so i can definitely attest to that well matt thank you so much for uh joining me on the show today i really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to sit and talk and uh looking forward to getting my Acubo and uh, getting a chance to give it a try Hey,
1: Sam, thanks for having me and uh, let me know how you like your Acubo and we'll stay in touch and uh, maybe we can pop back on another one of these podcasts sometime in the future.
2: Looking forward to it. Thanks again. All right, y'all, that'll do it for episode 12 of Living Country in the City. Take a moment to check out Acubo. You can find links to their social profiles and website on our show notes page at com slash 12. That's com slash 12. I really think you'll enjoy working the Acubo into your training regimen each day. If you can swing it, make sure you pick up that special edition Rick Corone Acubo from the website using discount code TEAMCARONE, all one word. I'll make sure that's posted up on the show notes page as well. It's just one more thing that hunters do really to make this world a better place. Finally, if you're a fan of Living Country in the City, remember to subscribe, rate, and share these podcast episodes with your friends. If you've got suggestions for guests who might be interested in appearing on the show, feel free to reach out to me on social, my website, or email me directly at info at livingcountryinthecity.com. Lastly, head to livingcountryinthecity.com slash Amazon. Bookmark that link and use it whenever you do your Amazon shopping. It really helps me out a lot and allows me to keep pursuing my passion and sharing it with you. That's livingcountryinthecity.com slash Amazon. But in the meantime... Stay country, y'all.
0: Thank y'all for listening to Living Country in the City. Get show notes and check out the blog, product
3: reviews, events, and more at livingcountryinthecity.com.